Patty. And this is Phil. And we thought we would just run through some of the course rules and procedures right at the outset to make it easier for everyone. Um, I guess I've got the first one. We would like for everyone to obey this dictate. No alcohol on any of the excursions or on the school build. You're free to do things on your own, but just when we're on the school's time, we want to make sure there's no alcohol on our ticket. Um, I have the next one, and that's just um, when you go to sacred sites, to be very aware of what you dress like. Um, no bare midriffs, no spaghetti strap, um, tank tops. I mean, you can wear tank tops, but not with spaghetti straps. And then also at these sites, to be very culturally sensitive, no giggling, especially at places like the killing fields or um, the prison. So just be aware of your surroundings. And, you know, generally kind of keep an eye out for each other. We're a small group, so your safety is our most important concern. Towards that end, we would like none of you to go out alone. Um, you shouldn't be intoxicated at night, either alone or in groups. And you shouldn't go off on your own. That includes, like, early morning jogs or, um, you know, venturing out after dark. Make sure at least one other person knows where you are. And that you, sh you know, unless it's, like, the daytime and you're going across the street to the store, make sure you take somebody else with you. Um, I guess I should say also, um, you know, you are at a low risk of violent crime here in Cambodia, but you are at a risk of property crime. And so don't be flashing large amounts of money around. Don't bring a lot of bling with you. Generally, there's no reason to have more than $50 with you at any one time. Things here are fairly cheap, and we can always loan you money if you found something that you really needed or wanted. But don't carry any of that with you. Don't leave uh, all of your expensive electronics back in the room. You're not going to need any of that on our daytime excursions. And in addition to that, make sure that you lock your passport and your extra cash in the safes in your each hotel room. You'll have a safe. Um, put it in there for the duration of the stay in that hotel. I think it's a great idea, too, to take a picture of your passport and your visa in the event that it's lost or stolen. That'll make it a lot easier to recover. So if you haven't already done that, I know many of you have, but if you have not already done that, take a picture of your passport or visa. Maybe even share that with your roommate. Another thing is that if you're starting to feel sick and you not feel well, make sure you tell Phil and I and we will get you to a clinic or a hospital if need be, but we need to be aware of what, um, how you're feeling. We're going to have a whole separate section on transportation, but for the time being, the most important thing to remember is not to ride on motorcycles. You can take cyclos, you can take rickshaws, you can go in a cab, you could even go in a pedicab. Just no motorcycles. Also, be careful of the traffic. Um, you'll notice that there's not, they don't adhere much to uh, safety rules here, so watch both ways when you're crossing traffic and just be aware of what's going on. There are a whole host of kind of food safety issues that we're going to talk about separately, but for now, the most important things to think about are to always drink bottled water, to avoid ice at any non-tourist establishment. Most of the tourist establishments are going to have uh, filtered water that they make the ice out of, and to kind of use your good judgment about what you would get from a street vendor. I mean, some things from street vendors are perfectly fine, but if I were looking at something like pork tripe that had been laying out in the sun all day long, not refrigerated, I might think twice about getting that from a street vendor. All right, we'll be back with you later on with some more rules, but um, we hope you enjoy your trip. Thanks so much. Thank you.
just a few more guidelines. Um, for the course, attendance is mandatory for all group excursions and also for group designated meals. So be sure to um, be enthusiastic and be ready to participate. And that enthusiasm part is really important too. It's, uh, it's more than just kind of being there and being a zombie. And I would also add that timeliness is really important. So there are a couple of times we're gonna have to leave really early in the morning. We may have a 5 a.m. departure in Hanoi, and that's really important for us to be able to get out to Haolong Bay. So if it says 5 a.m., you can't be there at 10 after five. You've really gotta be on time. Um, typically, we'll give you an assignment the day before, and it will include things like what to pay attention to at museums or memorial sites. Um, and it will also include responses to some of the themes that are listed on the syllabus. And I think it's a great idea to bring some notepad along to take notes in. You might want to have your phone to record some field sound or ambient sound. You may want to interview each other, but just kind of being ready to do field observations, that's a really important part of the course. And it's in that uh, discussing with other students as well as with Patty and I that you kind of will get the best content out of the course, I think. Think about the day in terms of blocks. So if we look at the day as the morning, afternoon, and evening, we will um, keep you two, two of those blocks per day. So if, for example, we might take um, have something in the morning and then have a lunch. Of course, there's breakfast. And then um, you're free to be on your own for dinner. Now we might be able to cover all three meals per day. So if you have breakfast, and then lunch with us, you're free to be on your own for dinner, but you can also choose to come with us. And we're, we went through the budget, so we're trying to be really economical about how we use this, the um, group money, and that's why we think we can provide, instead of just two meals per day, it was scheduled for two meals per day, we think we can do all three, but that's gonna require people really cooperating with us, so we're, that means that instead of everybody ordering their own drink, we'll just get water for the whole table, and um, we'll be fairly economical, but we'll kind of see how it works. But we're planning on using all of the course emergency money towards meals because you don't get that money back at the end of the course. Just a note about culture and being culturally sensitive. Um, remember that you are a guest here and that uh, please and a thank you go a long way. So be aware of how you're acting in um, public settings. And along that score too, I, you often will see Americans talking really loud in public spaces or standing all in a group and blocking the sidewalk. So be mindful that you're not the only person here and you're not the only tourist here. Just always be aware of your surroundings. I should say too, my if you need an emergency contact, I always have my phone and my phone is always on. So you can dial it. It's an international call. So you would dial plus one, six, five, one. 492-8449 and that gets you directly to my cell phone which I always have with me. And I'll share my um, emergency information as well. That's plus one five zero seven three eight two zero two two eight. And the same as Phil, I'll have my phone on and with me at all times. And Patty, you're really the expert on culture, so you know a lot more than I do about culture shock and about how to observe culture. I guess the only thing I'd say is try and keep your head here rather than being absorbed with things back home. So I know there's going to be a temptation to be FaceTiming with your friends or seeing what's going on back on campus and as much as possible try and leave that behind for the next 25 days. Yeah, you might go through a little bit of culture shock, which is totally normal. Um, and if you're having problems, feel free to talk to Phil and I about this. This is part of the experience, so feel free to share your feelings about that with us. We're both really excited and um, we'll be back with you on a really routine basis with some things to look for at the sites we're going to, but we're so psyched and thrilled that you're on board. Yeah.
Okay, so our last little bit of advice is to give you some local language. And um, these are just a few phrases that we picked up. The first one is thank you, which is arkun, arkun, thank you. Suzade is hello, Suzade, hello. Suskabai is I'm fine, Suskabai is I'm fine. Chamrit lir is goodbye, Chamrit lir is goodbye. Samto, sorry or excuse me, I use that one a lot. Ba is yes if you're a male, but if you're female, you say ja instead. I don't quite understand how gender works in this language, so I'm making a note, I'm gonna look at that. And ote is no, you'll use that a lot with tuk-tuk drivers or in the market. Ote, no. That's all.